Okay, so thank you so much for joining us on What the Hex. And my name is Shannon. I'm Joe. And I'm Archie. Thank you guys so much for joining. We decided to start this podcast because we all have a love for the creepy, unknown, paranormal things that are a part of this world. So hopefully if you're listening to this, you enjoy it too. And we're going to be covering stories from anything between um, conspiracy theories to alien encounters to ghosts to, I don't know, everything. Anything that trips off the oogly-boogly feeling yeah. in your brain. <laughs> I love legends, like mythical creatures, stuff, urban legends. Ooh, I love that shit. So True. I'm excited. I'm really happy we were able to get together and do this. Yes, me too. And hopefully we start getting some listeners, or it'll just be our... Again, guilted family little, and friends. Little vlogs that guilt, we're just talking yeah, to ourselves. Yeah, guilt trip our friends and family into this. Be like, <laughs> listen, please. I guarantee none of my friends or family other than like our mutual friends will listen to this, so it's fine. Yeah, well, to be fair, we were kind of the only ones that really like were into Stuff like paranormal. This. Like Joe and I, we've physically had started up like a little ghost hunting kind of thing. And we had, um, you know, our, our ex... Uh, English teacher who was part of a ghost hunting team let us use her equipment yeah. and stuff like that. And, and then yell at us when we talked over EVPs. Yeah. And Shannon, I, you literally would always, always be watching, researching, or just like getting into something that was paranormal. And it I, was, I still it was, have those EVPs too. Every now and then I'll like pull them up and like listen to them and I'll be like, God. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, with uh, this being like our, you know, first uh, recording, our first episode, if you will. Uh, we've kind of given ourselves the freedom to go about and search um, different stories or instances or even our own personal experiences <clears throat> to uh, to kind of share. And I think we had a lot of fun with that. It gave us a lot of freedom to, uh, for me personally to dive into something that I knew a little about but was always interested mm-hmm. in like knowing why it was happening. So Find all those good stuff and just be like, hey, this is cool. We're going to talk about it. And then it's like, oh, this is true. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm no longer interested in this. Yeah. When they're like, studies have shown this to be like, you know, yeah, I'm good. Fucking. She'd be like, and we have 27,000 eyewitness reports of this, and we're done. Yeah. So, so yeah. If you want, you guys would uh, like to start with your uh, experiences, stories, uh, vice versa. Yeah, I can start. Um, so this one is a live occurrence of the fact that me and Archie actually did ghost hunting for a little bit back in the heydays of ye old and high school times. And uh, so we went out to go investigate the Mantino State Hospital, or known as Diversitec. And um, back in the day, it was one of the largest, um, like at least in Illinois, one of the largest and most popular mental like rehab facilities where they did all of the really bad stuff like lobotomies and crazy shit like that yeah which was horrifyingly common back then, yeah you yeah know? oh you're sick ice pick God, oh you sneeze funny ice pick oh we don't like how you look ice pick it's crazy because it really was not that long ago if you think about it like, yeah when did they officially ban that uh um, you guys know I think it was like the 80s no shit that oh no it was ago? very very recently when they like did it oh yeah, my god can cause... you imagine like nowadays like um <clears throat> um like uh mental like disorders and everything like that has just kind of seemed to be a little bit more common uh, yeah and nowadays. People are, like talking you, about it now. yeah yeah and that's a really really good thing and but could you imagine like 
back then someone who's just got like some anxiety right some of the most like basic kind of you know anxiety and like oh man i feel like i feel really like nervous like Mm -hmm. i'm panicky you know and they're like they're just like well ice pick ice picks really all i got for you dude (laughs) okay so (laughs) the last um recorded instance like the very last lobotomy that was like on united states record in the united states was in 1967 Wow. That was the very last lobotomy that was ever recorded. And that's, like, recent, you yes. know? Yeah, but yeah. ever recorded. I wonder if anything... Oh, guarantee you, people, sure. there have been, radar. like, you know, like, non-professional people doing lobotomies or those same people, like, those uh, same surgeons and, like, doctors that did lobotomies doing, like, other lobotomies behind the thing. So, like, illegally, probably there's still been lobotomies going on. Hell, there's probably still lobotomies going on today, like... For all we know, mm-hmm. but for record purposes and legality purposes, the last one was in 1967. Screwed up, and a lot of times too, the people that would end up in those asylums actually wouldn't have any problems to be because yeah, totally normal people. Yeah, like they committed adultery, or they were gay, or they had anxiety, like you said. Like it would just be such minuscule things. Yeah, and they're or like, like, oh well, medicine can't fix this, or yeah. we tried with medicine, or even the fact of. Hey, here's medicine, and you say no, lobotomy. Mental health was just like not understood then, and I feel like even now we're finally getting over the stigma a little bit. So it's pretty yeah, slowly but Absolutely. surely. Yeah, and that's a little backstory on Diversitech and Mantino State Hospital. But so um, the way the buildings were laid out is they were basically just giant H's, two uh, long corridors, uh, buildings on each side, uh, with like little central like walk-in like reception hubs in the center. And then to connect both buildings, there were two little walkways with like a very tiny little garden or whatever it's actually called. I don't know what courtyard, courtyard. We're gonna yeah, go with it. courtyard. A little courtyard in yeah. like the middle. It's very very tiny, but there were just each buildings everywhere, probably for ease of use and you know, you could see right down each hallway to see everything in each room. So hospital safety wise, but so we went there to uh, investigate it because. Our lovely host, Shannon, wanted to go there to check it out. And so we're like, all right, well, me and Archie are going to take the initiative and do an actual ghost hunt the night before. So we get in there, witching hours, 2 or 3 a.m., with all our gear, recorders, cameras, flashlights, phones, etc., all the fun stuff. So walk up to the building. moment we step foot on the property, we're like, okay, we're getting an eerie feeling about this. It's going great. I already like this because eerie feeling. (laughs) We're crazy kids. So what? Walk into the building. We're standing in um, the reception area of one of the H or one of the long hallway buildings. And we're just like sitting there listening. And it's just besides the dead silence, it was. um, So before I say this, there's two different types of hauntings. There's intelligent hauntings and residual hauntings. Residual hauntings are just a moment frozen in time that you cannot interact with and it cannot interact with you versus the fact that you can just hear what's going on. It's just like you're watching a video of a moment frozen in time and that's the most interaction you can have with it. While intelligent hauntings are, as the name states, intelligent, like you can, they can mess with you, you can talk to them and they respond. So there's actual give and take. So we walk in and immediately hit the residual hauntings. Like it was a matter of seconds of us being in there. And so we're like, wow, okay, we're listening in and like we're hearing like, you know, 
people walking around, papers being shuffled. What, really? Like, it was like it was running day-to-day operations. Like, there was somebody sitting behind the decks, like, shuffling papers, handing out paperwork, nurses walking around with patients and stuff like that, as if it was just, like, a moment. That's just insane that I've never heard any of this. You know what I mean? Like, because well, when we tried to talk about it, we were just too petrified because of what <laughs> happens later on in the story. It just kind of just made us go, aha, we're not ready for this level of hauntings yet. We're leaving. Because <laughs> this was like investigation number two, and this was actual real investigation number one of shit actually happening. So <clears throat> we're going through, we're just listening all the time. We're like, this is incredible that we're listening to this like happen. This is so cool. We were standing there for a little bit longer, but before we started to go off to the next building, we were going to pull out our flashlights, start recording. All of our equipment, dead. Everything we had. Nothing would turn on. So we're like, yo, this is gold game sign number two. The ghosts are taking the energy from our equipment, so that way they can channel it and, you know, per- like, announce themselves, show themselves. We're like, this is awesome. This is what we want. So we walk into one of the building, uh, one of the other sides of the building, and it was the bathhouse area. So we're still listening, and you could hear showers going. You could hear like the baths actually running and operating. It was awesome. Were you guys like freaking out? I was not as. <laughs> okay, well, you weren't showing it very well, but at that point, I was like, "This is so cool. This is awesome." I thought I was... could literally see that you'd be like, "We should go," and then you're like, "This is awesome," like, because it was. You, you know when the wind hits a lot of leaves together and it almost creates like a watery splashy kind of noise yeah well it was it was like that but it was a lot more clear and like vivid almost Mm -hmm. like it was just one of those weird things where like you you hear it and you're like okay this is definitely like my brain messing with me like this but then like you're like why is it coming from right freaking here yeah like you were able to pinpoint where the bathtubs were at where the shower heads were like that's how crystal clear the sound was like you were able to pinpoint where it was located. That's so great. And then when we would walk up to where it was, it was like, oh, hey, here's the drain pipes for the shower. So then we walk back out into the uh, main room, and we're about to go head over to the other side, because it's like, all right, we check this side out. We're going to go to this side. And so we're sitting there, and we hear this loud crash. And so we shoot our heads over, and we look down one of the connecting hallways to go, like, that goes past the courtyard into the next H section of the building. And we just see all this dust and debris kick up and i didn't see it but archie saw it he saw a shadow just dart away and so we're sitting there and he told me this and i'm like or well like no you didn't tell me this you just took off and so we're sitting there going like okay before we went in we were like kids can be vandalizing this so if we see them we're like hey get the hell out we're trying to do something here so i would only assume that's what archie uh thought it was he was gonna go you know tell this kid to get the hell out we're doing something well, he saw the shadow kick or go through the hallway, like the archway, into the next room. And so Archie goes right into that hallway, hits the archway. It's completely bricked off. This shadow figure went through a brick wall. So did you really think it was a person, like, when you first saw it? Or? Well, I didn't know what it was. That's why I, like, went to see, like, you know, because I was, like, I was terrified. But I, at the same time, I was like, I need to know like what that was because i'm not just gonna leave here thinking like you know one day i think i might you know just think about you know like it was like i need to like know what you know because it it was like i know a lot of us a lot of people randomly just like sees in the corner of like your peripherals just like a shadow thing sometimes right 
it was like that i just kind of but it was like so dark this thing stuck out in the dark by being darker yeah so it was, really, it was like pitch black it was really that's weird just, you're the white guy in every scary movie yeah <laughs> like where people are like don't go in there and yeah. you're like yeah i'm gonna go in there yeah. <laughs> literally like oh I trust me what, just... I, what i did was way more of the no you're the white guy you're in the, the white guy as soon <laughs> as it, as soon as it like darted i said i need to know why i saw like it just like a blur you know i was like well i i need to see what that was i had to so i went after it and like it went into that door framed area and you hit a brick wall I was like, well, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> so whatever just did that isn't like me. <laughs> and so while he was doing that, and I don't even know how long this took. It could have been a matter of seconds for all I know. But for me, it felt like it was like a couple minutes in length of time but that we were separated. Yeah, so I had he, no idea what's going on with Joe at this point. Yeah, we were like we were completely we were completely separated to the point where like he was basically in the other side of the building and I was in the other. Like we were as far opposites as we can get. So while he's doing that, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take this time to do you know like a solo EVP session, see what I can get. So I sat down, crisscross applesauce in the middle of the uh, reception room, and I'm just closing my eyes since I can't see anything anyway. Let my uh, hearing senses you know heighten, get better and more tuned to the darkness and like what's going on so i'm listening and i'm just you know the residual hauntings keep going more and more and like they're getting louder because i'm focusing and i'm like this is fucking amazing this is like i'm like actually like sitting in history right now this is so cool and then while i'm sitting there i feel a hand on my shoulder and i just assume since it's a hand on my shoulder it was Archie coming back and putting his hand on my shoulder saying, hey, this is me. I know what you're doing. I just want to let you know that if you hear anything different, it's me. So I'm like not thinking anything of it, just ignoring it. It's like, okay, whatever. And then still have that hand on my shoulder. And then I feel a second hand on my other shoulder. No, like somebody's walking behind me and just like, you know, holding like both their hands directly behind me. Like they're ready to vault me. What the fuck? And so there, I just feel two hands there. And it's like not like squeezing, but just like just resting there. Like, hey, like what's going on? And so I'm like, okay, why is Archie doing this? This is kind of weird. Never did I think for a second. I was like, okay, this can be anything different. I just assumed it was Archie just messing with me at this point. I'm like, okay, haha, real funny. And then I hear clear as day this distinct older woman's voice oh my god whisper directly in my ear you should probably leave now oh my like not threatening like as in like helpful like hey you you don't belong here right now i would re i recommend that you you know get out of here that is as if like kind of like a like ushering us out of the building like something else was there noticed that we were there and was ready to make the pounce while this one was like i'm going to protect you so then I pop my eyes open, snap my head around because it was in my left ear. So my head shoots to the left. So I'm like, there's a person here. Like, I'm ready to, like, you know, start throwing hands because there's a there's a human being behind me. <laughs> Here's an elderly woman behind me. I'm going to throw some hands <laughs> It right could now. be a crack <laughs> Punch that geriatric bitch. <laughs> could be a crack addict. Who, who do I know? I'm in a haunted-ass abandoned building in the middle of the night, and I'm hearing a lady's voice. I'm going to throw hands before I ask questions. <laughs> Okay, she got a pussy. She's getting these hands. <laughs> I ain't gonna be sold for crack. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my own life. Just I'm worth more than crack. Some pie over. Yeah, but I snap my head around and I still feel the hands on my shoulder. But there is not a, there is nothing. 
no person, no shadows, no apparitions, just me, myself, and I in this room, and I still feel the hands on my shoulders. Did you still hear all the, like, the residual hauntings yep. going on at the same time? Yep. Or, like, and then here comes Archie darting back into the room. I'm, like, panicking at this point. I'm like, okay, that just happened for real this time. My brain's still trying to process what just happened. He comes in. He's like, you're not going to believe what happened. I look at him. I'm like, you're not going to believe what happened. And then we got the hell out of Dodge. We were gone. We just left. Get out of the building. The second our feet get off of the property and onto the street, voice recorder, turns back on. Full battery. Phones, turn back on. Full battery. Cameras, turn back on. Full battery. Everything we had that was dead when we walked in, turned back on. So do you think that was like a nurse, like the... Oh, 100%. Or something like trying to protect you? Yeah, yeah, trying to say, hey, one of the crazy spirits noticed you're here. I don't want you to be affected by this. Or it was like, I don't want it attaching to you and then you taking it out of here. We have it trapped here. Or in another perspective is that maybe it was a patient warning you about all the horrible stuff that the nurses and doctors were doing. Yeah, it could have been like the patient said, like, hey, don't get trapped in here. Yeah. Or what I'm thinking is whatever you saw, Archie, they always say that, like, things, like, dark figures like that are, like, evil. I feel like that tried to separate you guys Mm. so you're more vulnerable. And whatever Mm. found you was, like, you guys need to leave or else that thing was going to come after you. Yeah. And then when we came back the next day with... You and everybody, like you, it was middle of the day and you guys went up to the door and you guys never walked in because you were like, we don't want to go in here. I was on the sidewalk and it felt like I was walking up against a force field. Like I could not physically step past the sidewalk. I remember because I was like, what is your guys' problem? Like, just go inside. And you're like, no, 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 no. We, we you don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was like, I physically cannot step foot onto this property. Like whatever told me to leave yesterday is not allowing me to step back onto the property. You know what's wild is, like, there was a time I went in there with Curtis and Kevin, and I felt a hand on my shoulder and then something, like, lightly touching my hair. Yeah. And I wonder if it's, like, the same thing, like, being like, hey, you need to leave. You know, because after I felt that, I was fucking out. I wasn't like you just oh. sitting there letting it massage my... <laughs> well, I thought it was Archie. I really thought it was Archie just screwing me. So I was like, I'm just going to whatever. It happens. And then, I was, and then I heard the female voice. I was like, well, that's definitely not Archie. <laughs> No matter what many impressions Archie can do, that's definitely not Archie. Archie, yeah. chill. Yeah, you definitely can't do a like older female voice. Like there's, uh, like, there's things that you know people cannot mimic. Yeah, no. you know, like there's very authentic um, voices that you, yeah, that you know are just you know authentic and. But yeah, that was that was one for the books. Yeah, that was, and it was. I mean, I just wish that our voice recorders would work because if. I could have caught anything worked. We had no proof of anything. Yeah, <laughs> except our own stories. But it's like if I could have got that voice recorder to work, and if I could have captured mm-hmm. that lady saying, "You should probably You'd leave be now," riding on a yacht somewhere in the Bahamas. Because if I heard it, I mean, crystal clear as if it was us talking to this day right now. That's that funny. is how clear it was. You and Zach Bagans would be like chilling. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> definitely the Zach Bagans. <laughs> you are. You're Zach. I mean, gotta get proof somehow. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you'd be Aaron. Or I'm Nick. just, yeah, I'm the one that's like, well, fuck me, right? I'll just go over here in this room. Yeah. 
Let me know how it is down there in the basement where this murder happened. You're like, well, <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. I would totally go down there myself and be like, I'm going to go figure this out. This is more, you go somewhere else. This is where all the activity is. I'll call you if something happens. Yeah. You're crazy. Like, I'm interested in this stuff, but, like, if it actually came down to, like, going to see it in person, I'd be like, oh, there's a weird can't. feeling. There's a weird feeling that comes on because that was, so, like, the EVPs that we caught at Eric's house was different because we didn't hear them. We it was after we went yeah. back and re relived. Yeah, we the heard them footage. through the recorder. We yeah. didn't hear any anything alive. At this it was so, time, yeah. so of course, you know, we are going to continue that investigation. Like, oh, well, we're not getting anything. But like that was a situation where like front hand, like some stuff was going down, and our brains were trying to tell us this and that, and like logic and all this stuff was playing a, playing a role. But there's you're obviously afraid, like you're intimidated. Okay, there's a strong sense of intimidation, but. It's almost like your either your flight or your fights responded. Clearly, Joe's fight was responding. He's about to throw hands with an old lady. Right? Yeah, but here's the thing: in that situation, like the fight response always triggers, mm-hmm. but the flight response, for some reason, just takes over. Like you're like, yeah. I'm ready to throw hands, but I'm gonna be running the whole time I do. Yeah, but when you are in the heat of it, for some reason, your body and your mind just are like, well, it's because I can't comprehend it. Yeah, because it's trying to comprehend. To, you have to comprehend it first yeah you're scared but like freeze yeah you're kind of like the uh, but you need to like understand it first so while you know normally we'd be like we if we had just got in there and stuff was going down we'd book it but we were in there for a little bit we were like warmed up to the layout a little bit so when things it was like a very slow progression yeah so when it got really bad we were just like okay before we run out yeah we need to at least see if we can understand this and then come up with a like a logic solution as to why yeah, try to debunk it right off the bat, so yeah. that way we can be yeah. like, all right, try yeah. to figure out what and the debunk is. And for some is. reason, that feeling kind of is like equal to the fear feeling. So yeah. it's like, and I know that would happen with you too. It's like you'd be so intrigued and ready to like debunk it that you wouldn't like run out right away. At least that's how it was yeah. like for us, and I know it'd be for you too. And then we made sure like we didn't get followed home or anything, so we did like a weird, you know, ending. You know, yeah, kind of like how you like would close out a Ouija board, and we're just like, we're gonna take every precaution possible. Yeah, it was just you're yeah. like goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, like when it comes to religion, like Joe and I are, you know, we're just like, you know, who knows, you know. But it, unless it, you come down to slap me in the face, <laughs> we're gonna figure like, out that that scenario was just more like, let's just let's, let's do it by the book. Yeah, <laughs> you know. This is this is gnarly. I'm leaving with a prayer. <laughs> yeah, leave more than just one. Leave with all of them. So yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Now, Shannon, I know you um, have a an interesting story as well, and we haven't heard this one. And no. I want I want to 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 get a genuine reaction, genuine well. reaction from us because I am not prepared. And to, just like to our just this. like our profile image i'm gonna probably be blank faced the entire time exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. dead stare I've, I've heard about this phenomenon this this like legend right that you're about to dive into i've heard about it i did a little very little research on it but it was generally one of those things that just creeped you out it gave you the goosebumps and i didn't i didn't want to continue into that like negative space so i just stopped researching it was like well that's fucked up <laughs> yeah and i know absolutely <laughs> nothing about this well, so I'll go into a little bit of what it is, but um, so what I'm going to be talking about today is Black Eyed Kids, and actually when I first heard about this, um, it was from a different podcast, somebody was covering it, and I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, oh my god, this is completely bullshit, like, this, 
Like, come on. It's mm-hmm. children with black eyes that, like, are probably going to attack you. Like, that's pretty dumb. So, like, you know, I kind of just brushed it off. But I knew mm-hmm. what it was. Um, and so, whatever. Like, I am working at um, the pumpkin farm that Danny works at. Sometimes, like, I would go there and, like, mm-hmm. fill in shifts. Like, if somebody would leave, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, you had to dress up like Cinderella one time, didn't you? Yeah, and that yeah. was really fun because, like, you literally just get paid to hug children. So, yeah. like, I was like, this is great, you know, just making <laughs> children happy and, like, That taken out like... of context is bad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, like, like in the most innocent way. Um, but, yeah, it was great because, like, you know, like, little children are like, where's your castle at? I'm like... <laughs> Like, wow. It's like when I dressed up as Spider-Man. You're like, can you shoot webs? I'm like, oh, not right now. You know, I left my web shooters at home. And you're like, okay, can you jump real high over that tree? No, I'm not feeling it right now. My legs are kind of sore, you know. I just like doing flips. And then they're just like, oh, can you jump over that fence? I'm like, dude, I can't jump that high. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I was like wearing gym shoes. And they're like, where are your glass slippers? I'm like. It's 2020. <laughs> 2020. Cinderella's got to be comfy. Cinderella's so, got some Converse, bro. Literally. And they were like like crappy, like ripped up, like, you know, tennis yeah. shoes, whatever. So I didn't think that the dress would be that short on me. So um, anyways, so I was working there and they had me fill in a shift for a girl that they were firing. I guess she was on her phone the entire time. So um, I walk into like their photo booth area. And, like, in the photo booth area, you're sitting on a stool facing where you take the photo. And on either side, there's a ramp where people can enter and leave. And it was probably around, like, 9 p.m. Like, the day was winding down. It was dark out. And I'm sitting in this photo booth area by myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, obviously you're not allowed to be on your phone. So I'm kind of just sitting there, like, waiting for the next people to come. And I'm looking on either side of the ramp. And um, I look on the left of me of the ramp. And I'm just, you know, just looking out, trying to see if I could watch anything interesting. And as I'm staring, there's railings on the ramp. Mm -hmm. I see a person, literally somebody's head, peek over the side of the ramp, staring at me. And literally, I'm not kidding. It was a girl of, like, kind of like an olive complexion, long, long black hair, like, down to, like, maybe below her ribcage, like, her ribcage area. Um completely blacked out eyes staring at me and I'm not even exaggerating when like the second I looked at her like it was the most scared I've ever been in my entire life like complete dread and fear but the weirdest thing was in my mind was like my mind was telling me don't portray your fear like literally in my head that was like my Mm -hmm. first instinct Mm -hmm. don't portray you're afraid so I literally just stared back and then like slowly looked to the other side mm-hmm. just to kind of seem like I wasn't phased. Right, yeah. But it was insane because as I was staring, like this smile came across her face and I'm not even kidding when it was like Grinch-like, like to the point where it kind of came too oh, far, like like evil. Hell no. You know, yeah. so like Ooh. I was overwhelmed, like holy fuck, holy fuck. Like I do not know what to do. So I looked to the other side mm. and then I looked back really quick and she was completely gone. And I'm sitting there, like, sweating, shaking, like, there's nobody around. I don't have my phone to, like, even be like, can somebody come get me? So I call over the radio. I'm like, I gotta take the bathroom break. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, like... I gotta get out of there. Effect. I feel like if I was in this situation, I don't know why, but my brain immediately goes to beckon it over. No, because the thing with black-eyed kids, so I have to explain this to you. They say that, like, when 
people see them, they come to like a structure, your house, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the one thing you're not supposed to do is invite them in. Because like for some reason, and they start pulling you towards them, like you Mm -hmm. want to um, talk to them and invite them in. Yeah, they play a very sympathetic card. They're children. So they're going to get that sympathetic card like help, help, you know, kind of Yeah, but that's fine because I hate children. So it's like... Well, you're going to be completely unaffected by it. Yeah, exactly. So you're (laughs) safe. (laughs) I just like kind of walk and be like, you, (laughs) I know about you, punt. But I was like looking it up and like all these people that had these experiences were like where they instantly felt dread and they also got the feeling of I can't portray that I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so strange? Mm-hmm. Like and I really yeah. like I feel that like that specific of an emotion yeah. is felt amongst everybody. When the yeah. void smiles, you smile back. Because like if like a friend jumped out behind a door yeah. and like scared me, I'd be like, Wah! you know, yeah. I wouldn't be like, Don't pretend like you're not afraid. Right. You know, like yeah. <laughs> like it would just be throw a right hook, throw a left hook, headbutt, yeah. drop kick. So like I just feel like I don't know. That was just terrifying. Um, That's insane. I couldn't imagine just like, because I, the little research that I've done with that, you know, and it's one of those things that were, I don't know what I was doing prior, but um, the lore of of them just like came up and I was like, oh, look, what is this about? You know, it's yeah. only fucking midnight. You know, why not? Let's read a scary fucking lore. I was like, that kind of reminds me of the time I decided to go walking around a graveyard at two in the morning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I make stupid decisions. Yeah. A lot of the accounts was just like, you know, um, children-like beings with, like, hoods, you know, going to houses and, like, mm-hmm. ringing the doorbell and, like... The, Asking to use a phone. Yeah, like, just things like that, whereas, like, normally... That would never work in today's day and age. A little kid walks up, rings your phone, doorbell, and be like, hey, can I use your phone? Be like, Bitch, I know you got bro, a Galaxy. you're like 11. <laughs> Where's your cell phone? Where's your iPhone? Yeah, you got a Galaxy, bro. I know you yeah, do. Like, you got a Galaxy? You got an iPhone? Shut the door in their face. <laughs> be like, I'm going to deal with that shit. Well, yeah. what do you think they are? Do you think they're demons? Do you think they're aliens? Like, honestly, fallen cherubs? Honestly, I, see, I have, I have too much of an experience with alien research and stuff like that. And it's not uncommon for, first of all, like the gray aliens specifically they are the height of children, right? And it's not uncommon for them to make you feel specific emotions on cue like that. But I mean, they're too advanced of a species to like wear a hood and walk up to your house, and and you would fucking know if it was an alien too if you saw like I mean these these um, just entities imagine that though, like have the facial structure of children. You know, like what they I'm can saying? play it. Yeah. Yeah. I no one's gonna suspect. It's just nice, like you open your first. door and you see like an actual like a gray there, and you just like look and be like, yeah. "It's like you know it's a gray." And you're like you say, "Like, sir, dude, I, I'm I like, know, are you I here to you teach are. me telekinesis, or are you here you to mean? just vaporize me?" Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, like if you're gonna vaporize me, can, can you wait till like five o'clock, like five thirty? Like, it'd be, be workout way better. Just come back. It would know you were gonna like hit it before you did it. They got two separate brains, so they're just like, I know what this motherfucker's doing, you know. <laughs> Come back, and you're like, psych shotgun! <laughs> yeah, one specifically for, like, telekinetic abilities. Like, that's just how advanced it is. Like, it's crazy. I don't want to get Teach me the ways of levitation. That's definitely a, yeah, a whole episode that's, on itself. Yo, that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole thing. But, um, yeah, no, I especially in the thing, like, I know you said you were relatively alone, you know, in that, like, but you were in an area where... People were there, right? But you were just in a subsection of that area alone. 
Um, so it's crazy that they were just like, I know people are like kind of like in the back, but I'm still gonna go up to this chick right now. I'm like, well, but then again, if they were like, like demons and stuff like that, they just they just appear at random. It's like they're yeah. Really... Well, like who would look over like that first of all if that was a person? Yeah. And like I, the thing is like the park was pretty empty at that point, so like okay, there probably yeah. couldn't have been people <laughs> for kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the structure I was in, I was by myself, mm. so. It was just, it was really strange. Yeah, so that was kind of like my experience with all of that. Yeah, from from what I remember, it was eerie to me, first of all. Children to me kind of just creep me out. Like, Agreed. Up, right? So for the fact that there there is this um, tale about these entities just ballsy enough to come straight up to your door, you know, and like... The mothers that I know in my life, right? Like my friends' mothers, they're the type of moms that'd be like, oh, sweetie, yeah, it's raining. Come on, you know, come inside. Yeah, your mom would yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness. And it's just like, like you can't stop that, right? So I don't even live at home anymore. So who knows? Dude, what just imagine is that. Like, let's just, you know, we're going to go off into a complete hypothetical real quick. And I do not ill wish this on your mother whatsoever. I just, okay. for the sake of a hypothetical story, just imagine like that actually happens. And like we get called in, we bust out there, be like, "Who's the fucking demon that decides to mess with Camille?" Fucking <laughs> Joe would barge in. I'd be up uh, behind him, like, "Yeah." I just walk in, like, "Where are you? Show yourself right now! You do not touch my mama! You do not touch!" Freaking out, you're just like holding me, like, "No, just, yeah. don't kill the demon! Don't kill!" Well, the thing is, my mom, she would be so sweet at first, and if like she looked and they didn't have like pupils or like they were just all black, she'd be like, "Oh hell no! You best turn your ass around." <laughs> You're gonna you walk in the rain. You gonna walk in the rain today. If they walked, if they came up to my my mom's store, she'd fucking throw a vodka bottle at them. Hey, <laughs> she'd be like, get, you got some alcohol for me? Drink or what? Tosses vodka. Oh. So do you think they're like, like sentient? <laughs> do you think they have like any form of like sentience, like like logical thought, or like? Oh my Cause, god! Like, yeah. They're because like what I, I want to know is like, since I hate children with a burning passion mm. and like. I, like, feel like that, like, I really wouldn't be, like, you know, fearful of it. Do you think they, like, would just know to avoid coming up to me? Or do you think they're, like, do you think we could, like, oh, I think we can actually get this guy, get oh, this guy. And, like, I they'd d- come after me. I like, think they Now that have... I know this story and, like, heard of the story, like, yeah. I'm, like, am I going to maybe have an experience now? Because, like, you didn't know about it. Then you heard about the story or read the story. And then you had an experience. So I'm, like... Is that going to happen to me? Or is it like, am I just too much of a like, hey, hey, let's go. Yeah, and maybe it, that entity just like leaned and smiled at you because it knew. It was like, she fucking knows about us. You know, like, that's it. And it just kind of like disappeared, well, you know. I feel like, I don't know if you guys feel like this, but I feel like things that are trying to be harmful towards us get us at our lowest points. And I remember at that point, I don't know why, but I know I was being a little bitch. Because I was in such a bad fucking mood for some reason. You know what I mean? I was so angry. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like seething. Because I'm like, fuck this, fuck that. And then I remember seeing that thing. And I was the nicest motherfucker to everybody that I saw. I was like, I oh my you. god. Like, but keep the dark energy away. Good vibes only. You know? So like, I wonder if they feed on that like mm-hmm. anger or sadness or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like emotion. I'm, I would not be surprised if that was like a, a source of like direction for them. You know, if I was a kid, if I was a black eyed kid, um, I would use Halloween to my advantage and I would use the houses that make you go inside to get the candy. Oh my God. They probably like, 
There's I houses like that still be, do that. They're like fucking sure. vampires, though. You have to like invite them in. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> and then to suck your blood. I mean, I would invite Stefan and Damon. <laughs> Yo, me too, dude. <laughs> dude, I would. Stefan be like, or even Klaus. He'd walk in. He'd I would be, invite Klaus in. Like, let me in. I'd be like, shoot, man. Come on in. The table set. TV's on. What you want? Room? You it's know, funny because want? I know what you're talking about, but I don't at the same time because I've never watched that show. So, ha. You want gold third swine? I am more cultured than you will ever be, sir. So let's hear what you got to say, Archie. All right. So um, one of the one of the things that I knew absolutely nothing about until I've experienced it. Um, I even even after I experienced it, it wasn't a negative experience. It was just um, like a neutral one, right? But it was enough for me to be like, okay, this happened. I know. I've heard a little bit about it before. I know people have had really bad experiences, so um, I didn't really look too much into it, um, but uh, enough to just kind of let me know like what was what was going down. So I know all over the world, um, sleep paralysis is very popular in in people who are like restless, who are like insomniacs, um, even people who like switch up sleeping schedules, you know, or stressed out about different things. They don't get like you know. A proper amount of sleep whatever the case may be um it's not really as uncommon um as i had once believed um so uh sleep paralysis is a form of parasomnia which basically just means like it's an unwanted behavior while you're sleeping parasomnia that's a fun word to say it is yeah um so sleep paralysis is literally being awake but you are unable to move Okay, and I know you guys have, um, you know, you guys know about this. Aren't you supposed yeah. to, like, hit extent. sleep paralysis, like, before you, like, actually hit, like, your, like, deep REM sleep? Like, isn't that something that, so, like, naturally happens when you're sleeping? It's just, like, <clears throat> for the sleep paralysis, like, you just, for some reason, become consciously aware of it at the time? I think... Yeah, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think your body's still asleep while your mind is awake. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, it just hasn't triggered yet. So, like, your body's in deep REM while you're in, like, light REM, and you're like, wait. So, when your brain goes into REM sleep, it releases, uh, I think it's pronounced atonia or atonia. And that's basically your brain shutting down all your muscles so you don't actively act out your dreams and, like, injure yourself while you're sleeping. Okay, so a lot of times, like, people fall asleep and, like, jolt when they fall. Like, you know. Um, so that's kind of like your brain switching everything out really fast. Nah, see, the, the to real explanation is like, that's just a failed abduction. You're getting like sucked okay, up by... Okay, don't, the- Joe, don't <laughs> start this because <laughs> I will go in, dude. You're getting sucked up by the mothership and like when you when you like you jolt awake, that's actually them like, you know, closing off the tractor beam and slamming you back down your bed. That's actually... That's big brain plays right there, big brain. Don't big fuck brain. with me because I've been afraid of barn owls ever since I've seen the fourth kind and there's one sitting outside of Danny's window every night trying to fucking kill me so i know i could i could go in all right um so before i get into my personal experience to explain um sleep paralysis a little more um so what i have here is like sleep paralysis it happens when the atona continues while you are awake and uh simultaneously you become or i'm sorry you continue to dream you know quote dream while you're uh, awake um or, um, as they say, like the hallucinations um, people see. It's when your body and your brain um, kind of aren't, you know, in sync during their sleep cycles. But um, so a lot of examples of this, and this is where I found it to be 
super terrifying, essentially, is people will wake up and they will be conscious, right? But they cannot move a single ounce of their, their muscles because their body is still asleep. Their brain just hasn't caught up yet. And so they remember looking at the foot of their bed and a lot of times there will be like demon-like figures either standing right there alongside their bed or like walking and pacing around the room <clears throat> or they'll see things just kind of like hunched over in the front of the foot of the bed staring at them while they're sleeping. Um, other people um, actually have accounts of uh, seeing um, deceased relatives and friends just like walking around uh, sleeping next to them. Um, <clears throat> and um, a lot of times they will feel this like super strong pain in their chest, a pressurized pain, and they can't breathe. And um, one of the accounts was this like um, little like jokester demon just sitting on this person's chest laughing like while they're sleeping and they can't move, they can't do anything and they're just like right there. Um, so personally, I was lucky enough to not experience any of that. <laughs> And I swear to you guys, this is the most true story I've ever told. And it is so true that I like my my mother heard the um, reverberation of of what I'm about to say. So um, <clears throat> a, maybe like I don't know, it's right when Beck and I started dating. So it was like 2014, maybe 15. Um, I was sleeping in my room, and I was alone. I was sleeping in my room midday taking a nap and I went to bed or I, I fell asleep and I was I started dreaming and uh the Joe was in the dream and I don't remember what the dream was but I remember you were there you Damn I, straight I was I seeing was. you there and <laughs> I woke up so my eyes opened up in and I it was like a very slow widening of my eyes and as my eyes slowly like opened up I was still seeing the um, like the images of my dream projected into my room. So Joe was walking into my room as my eyes were opening. And I was in my sleep, but like I, I was saying this in real life. I was like, Joe, Joe. And you walked into my room and as my eyes opened more and more and more, you just started to disappear slowly, slowly, and slowly. And then when my eyes opened all the way, you just like disappeared into my room. Like I just vanished. You just like vanished. Ghost and my vanished. mom came in. She said, what? I said, what? She said, you were saying Joe. And I was like, <laughs> I just got off the phone with him. She's like, <laughs> and just like walked out because I'm like I'm not gonna tell my mom I was just dreaming about Joe and just saying his name like that's fucking weird <laughs> you know? yelling Joe in your sleep yeah. she's probably like, like but I think that would have been one of the least weird things that you have done to where your mom would have confronted <laughs> yeah. you about like yeah. literally like I just remember opening my eyes and the wider they got the more you just disappeared in my room it's safe to say you're my sleep paralysis demon good <laughs> yeah I am your awake <laughs> demon and your sleep paralysis well, demon I terrifying. have all the, I have all the stuff covered but I I remember laying there unable to move like it was like you guys have ever like woken up where you like you've slept on your arm and you just oh like, my god you went to dead. move it and it's just dead like limp as hell so that's like your whole body and you just you have that tingling sensation and you can't move anything you can't lift and you're trying and you're breathing and you're, you know and i can see where that is absolutely fucking terrifying for anybody uh -huh. okay and the fact that the hallucination of your of of like the the dream world if you will 
is projected out and it could be anything some of these people are just seeing these um like these demons just walking around so maniacally and there's so not to like totally get off subject but there is um so when it comes to um astral projection there are these beings called shadow people and essentially when you astral project it's your your spiritual body um or your soul leaving leaving your physical body and it's attached by what they call the silver cord it can't be tied it can't be break and it's almost like infinitely long and the only time it really breaks is is when you die right it's when your soul is permanently leaving away you know from your body um and so while you're out running around in you know the realm of dreams you know whatever it might be um these shadow people will actually like get you to like invite them into your body right and it's astral projection and stuff like that is supposed to be amazingly like a beautiful experience okay but there are things that you are shown and taught to kind of be weary of and one of those things were shadow people so it makes complete sense to me that um people almost like a sleep paralysis is almost like i'm coming back from like astral projecting right and you're not always like a lot of people are very conscious of coming back but like say you know lucid dreams for example like you're not aware of of dreaming until you're in the middle of it and you're like oh shit i'm dreaming so i would say something along the lines of like they come back into themselves and the shadow people are still like an echo from where they just were running around and like the demons trying to getting into them trying to like sit on their chest to get into their body mm-hmm. when all you have to do is say no like no no you're not getting no i just thought of something that can completely mind fuck you and just make you rethink all of existence right now I have OCD anxiety, so that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> you want to hear it anyway? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> okay, so what if the me right now, the me, the here, mm-hmm. is actually shadow person, mm-hmm. and the Joe that you saw that. in your dream was, was actually me trying to get you to help me reclaim my body? I could see that. Yeah, I would also, <laughs> I, I could see that for sure. Um, but I would also think that that shadow person would have refrained from telling me that so that it never knew the secret because, yeah, you know, you're right. cause then it would know like, oh shit, I just like gave myself up. But in a way I'd sit there like, oh, this is funny. We're joking. And he's like, hi. Yeah. But power, it could be a power play. It could be a huge power play. <laughs> like, Patrick, Hey, now that know? I tell, now that I told you that I'm a shadow person, yeah. you're going well, like, uh-huh. to be like uh, death note. Yeah, you'd be my demon friend. I'd be, the, I'd be your Shinigami. <laughs> yeah. um, have you guys, like, a lot of accounts of shadow people or, like, when people have um, sleep paralysis, it's so strange to me that a large chunk of them see somebody with a black hood on. Like, mm-hmm. every single time it's like that, and that black hooded figure keeps getting closer and closer, and they can't scream, they can't do anything. And I wonder if that's just, like, a, like you said, like, your mind's just kind of throwing things together because you're kind of in a dream state still and you're panicking. So, like, mm-hmm. you're creating something scary in your mind. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I very often have panic attacks where I wake up in the middle of the night out of, like, just complete fear. Night terrors. I used to have a lot of those. And, like, for me, I don't know if you saw stuff, but, like, when mm-hmm. I would wake up from these panic attacks, I would see things in my room. Mm-hmm. Like... It would be a little girl with long black hair or um, an eight-foot-tall person with dreadlocks standing behind my door, like, completely all black. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just yeah. a shadow person. 
like um, you said earlier, it could be entities um, registering lower vibrational beings. Yeah. And using that to their advantage. Could be an echo from the um, dream world you were just in. Do you but. think, like, maybe when you're in that state, you're more susceptible to those kind of beings? Oh, or? yeah. Especially right after, you know, they say when you dream, you go into that other dimension. Yeah. I think right when you get back, you're absolutely, you know, you just came from it. So why not there? You know, you get out of a pool, you're going to be wet. So why not there? You know, I must have some really messed up or really weird dreams because I don't remember a single goddamn one of them. I thought you were going to say you're wet when you're not in a pool. <laughs> Every time I get <laughs> High five. <laughs> Every time I get into a pool, I'm perfectly dry. <laughs> but once I'm out, um, yeah, that's, I, like, the skeptic in me wants to be like, no, it's just, like, literally your mind making shit up. And then, like, <clears throat> the person that believes in, like, paranormal things is like, what if it was this? You can know? only imagine that, like, my, when I go to the dream world, it's just me, like, fighting a war, just fending off shadow people, and they come back, and it's like, you're not gonna remember this dream because... You're already crazy enough, so meh. I've I've came to the conclusion that my my dream self is is living its best life because my dreams are super vivid. I've lucid I've lucid dreamt so many times to where I've flown around, you know, the world with superpowers, like anything that I wanted. Like I could have literally asked, you know, some kind of guide, you know, the secrets of the universe, but instead I'm flying around in Dragon Ball Z or you know swinging from buildings in the city as spider-man like that's what i chose to do i remember i wanted um morgan freeman to talk to me through my dream so he was narrating he wasn't there his voice was just narrating my dream when i was like saving people from like a bank or something it was <laughs> just super random IG. things that i was like another person. like the first thing i do is i look at my hands and then i realize look down at the ground and i remember seeing this super long fluffy soft grass that was like being blown over by the wind and i was like looking around and it was this like super beautifully colored vibrant world and there was like red flag like, number it's like pandora yeah almost. red flag number one a vibrant world <laughs> yeah. we're not on earth anymore yeah not, especially not in illinois holy yeah. shit yeah and the first thing i do is we're try to Kansas fly always. anymore once I know that I'm dreaming, it's like I can fly. And I just try. Sometimes I remember being like a negative. This is the coolest thing. This is how I know dreams are affected by emotion. Okay. I was in a Dragon Ball Z like world. Okay. And I was flying around, but I couldn't fly. I would jump real far and start to and then crash on the dirt and just like roll around. And I remember I was in a very anxious state because I'm like, I'm dreaming. I don't know anything about all this stuff. I got anxious. I didn't want to have a bad dream. But ironically i was worried about having a bad dream so i started to have a bad dream when i felt anxious dark clouds started to come over the field and it was getting really dark and then i just shut my eyes and i said no you're gonna have a great dream just be positive like everything here is love all love and i kept repeating that word love love and the clouds went away flowers came up and i just fucking took offline it was the coolest thing ever but to me that was a huge lesson and not only that specific you know instance but just kind of in life but we, i thought you were gonna be like i had a bad dream and you were like and i was sort of dragon ball and i was like and then i got yamcha <laughs> yamcha killed me yeah you That's got defeated you know. by yamcha yeah. and you're like and that was the worst dream i ever had yeah yamcha won but yeah shannon to to continue what you're saying i would i would not doubt at all that they were almost like a a dimensional echo that was left behind for a few seconds and then just kind of it's just so weird because it's like 
there's the paranormal is so hard to understand and it could be like a separation of like your mind and you know like the things that we want to create and like also to the power of like suggestion or the power of um the like putting it something into the universe you know what i mean like when they say like um like manifestation yeah like mm. it's a power of manifestation like for somebody and i feel like that could even apply to like paranormal things too like you believe it mm. hard enough you mm. think in this hard enough and it yeah. happens like i think that speaks volumes and like to me it's like you want to believe in both of these things every time i research ufos i feel like i see ufos a lot like you know what i'm saying it's, yeah it's you gotta, you know, you 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 obsess over something, and you're going to slowly convince yourself of things. You know, you search for it, you're gonna find it. Yeah, it's because you're putting it out there. But I guess it just sucks that, like, as people, we don't do that with like positive things. It's it's we, like yeah. Negative. I was thinking about that the other day. Synchronicity. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought that um, humans are in. They think negatively, and it's such a habit. They're used to it. Like right, they're, they're used to it so much that. Um, that that they're just going to project that and then you know that's going to attract more negative energy and then we just get used to it whereas um, people who just repeat to themselves every day the good aspects of everything they get into the habit of just feeling good about what they have not what they want you know and they start to see the parts that they are that are sticking out to them all the good things all the positive things and they focus on it and they're like oh that makes me happy and then they go throughout the day feeling happy it's just crazy. It's crazy how, like, your outlook can change and how, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, most people don't apply that to life. Yeah. I agree. Well. Good way to look at it. Yeah. I guess that was a good happy note to end the, yeah. this first podcast Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad, um, glad we were able to, uh, get through that. that was- <laughs> there was we, a, uh, we, got, we got through it. Um, so thank you everybody for listening. Who- yes. Thank you guys listened and hopefully you subscribe and listen to more of our podcast Mm -hmm. um and you know keep that positive Mm -hmm. manifestation going tell your friends (laughs) tell your family spread the word yeah um great podcast to listen to if you're driving if you're bored you're cleaning you're pooping um whatever it is that um you kind of just i knew uh, you were gonna go there turn on i knew you were gonna go there turn on your phone and um well your phone is kind of always on right let's be real but um this is the first episode, so within uh, some um, close future, we're going to have um, the social media up and running. Uh, we'll have our episode streaming on um, all the widely known stream sites. As, like, I'm Pandora not going to start saying like that stuff again, so yeah, go I won't to hell. Have, I won't have you name them. We won't. But. We won't name them all, but mostly like I or podcasts or I can't even say words. <laughs> Apple, Apple. Yeah, Google Podcasts. Uh, the iTunes, Spotify, and more that I don't want to name again because PTSD. Let's go. <laughs> well, let's just say most people have those, so we'll just yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah, as we continue, we'll definitely be able to bring more information to the listeners to uh, find out where to find us. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Adios. See ya. Goodbye.